test. And let's call this take three. Hi there, and welcome back to episode two of Roman Begins. This is probably the fourth attempt at recording episode two. And I hope this one goes well. I've had to take care of a lot of the technical difficulties and tinker with this and hopefully it sounds good this time. I also had to restrain my sister's cat that I'm taking care of while she's at Disneyland with my nieces. Actually, both my sisters and my nieces are at Disneyland as we speak and they will return this weekend, God willing, and I know they will, and they will regale me with stories of California since I've never been there. Okay, so I should mention that I tried to record episode two of Roman Begins on June 28th, 2015, and today is July 22nd, 2015. So almost a month ago, I recorded about 45 minutes of an episode, which is just me ranting and raving. And I was really feeling good about it. I was discussing where I was, what I've been up to, why I hadn't recorded in almost six months. Now it's been six months since the first time I recorded. The first episode of a podcast I recorded was January 14th, 2015. And here we are six months and I want to say eight days later around roughly the same time. It's 9.30, 4pm. I wrote down the time of the first episode I recorded, or when I recorded, 9.20pm. So almost six months between episodes. This is going to be good. Yes, that rustling is my little Jack Skellington notebook that I used to write down ideas and bullet points and horseshit that I deem interesting. So I got some feedback from my first episode and the consensus, the surveys in, it was boring. And I understand that. I am just one guy and it's probably going to stay that way. I can't seem to get my friends to sit down and talk to me for an episode, but maybe in the future. And all the noise you hear is me trying to get comfortable with the microphone. So I might just hold it. It seems like a good idea. That was the mic stand. I should also mention that in trying to sort out the kinks to record again, I figured out that my old laptop 
a laptop that I've had for probably six years now. It's an HP. It still has a DVD drive and burner that works. It has a microphone built into the laptop that I never knew. I never knew how it worked or where it was. And it's actually in the top center of the screen. This one doesn't come with a webcam built in. I bought a separate USB webcam that I also never use. But I had no idea. My computer came equipped with a built-in microphone. And the microphone I'm recording on now, it's a USB microphone. It's probably the cheapest you can get on Amazon. Not a sponsor. And it was like 20 bucks. And then the microphone ball was another 6 bucks. And I got a green one, of course. Green is my favorite color. And that sound was me drinking iced coffee away from the mic. So anyway, enough of my ramblings. So yes, Roman Begins will be more of a Bill Burr, uh, Stone Cold, Steve Austin type. Where it's just me talking until I can get somebody to sit down and record with me. I'm going to try harder now to get my best friend of 20 years to maybe allow me to go into his home and record something because he's hilarious and we make each other laugh and it's it's not an embellishment but I don't think he believes in this whole podcast thing or he's of the opinion like many people like who cares who gives a shit why would anyone listen to this but I might convince him anyway I have my show notes from the lost episode, episode 2 of Roaming Begins, and I started off with a bad Star Wars pun, so I was going to introduce myself, the show, and then say episode 2, Attack of the Clones, which was one of my least favorite of the new Star Wars prequels, or the new trilogy. It's probably my least favorite if I had to rank them, I would say Revenge of the Sith was my favorite just because it was really horrible. It was like bad, bad acting, a lot of memorable lines, scenes, just shitty acting from Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor had an awesome beard so that was pretty cool. Portman, she was awesome. Love her. So, Attack of the Clones was the shittiest. And then Phantom Menace, of course. Jar Jar. GFY. But it did have Darth Maul. And Darth Maul is right up there with Boba Fett. As my two favorite characters in the Star Wars universe. Because Ray Park is just badass. And he killed Qui-Gon. He has killed Liam Neeson on screen. Respect. Okay, so I was going to start off with that. The chronology 
try to explain and apologize why it took me forever to record another episode. And then I was going to answer, where have I been? So, I should start off there. So, I should let everyone know that this past Easter Sunday, I departed social media. So, I left Twitter, Instagram, Facebook I had deactivated a month or so prior just because I had no interest. Didn't really talk to anybody on Facebook, anybody of worth. Um, Sure, I was in contact with family and stuff, but I can reach them over the phone if people still do that with their phones, make phone calls. So I got bored with Facebook, deactivated it, and Twitter and Instagram, I just left. So Easter Sunday, after trying to watch the Hobbit trilogy in its entirety, I had a anxiety attack, and there's a reason that I had one. So I decided to say, I'll see y'all later. Twitter and Instagram and for almost 80 days I was gone from social media I made it up to 79 days I had a dry erase board and I would write down each day I was gone from social media so that Easter Sunday I deleted the apps from my phone and thus began the long journey And the reason I left, if there's any surprise, was a girl. Now, I won't name names or give details, but it was the main reason I left. It was a girl I met on Twitter. And I met her last year around September, October, I don't really remember, but it just snowballed out of control, and here we are. Now, there's no animosity or resentment or bitterness, though in my absence I went through the full gamut of emotions about the whole situation. I should also apologize to all the wonderful ants and 13 percenters and Tesdy Town dolls, all the nice people that I've met and befriended and confided in, people that I've opened up to and they've opened up to me, people that reached out when I was gone. I want to say... I love all you guys and girls, and thank you for caring, and for checking in, and I'm sorry I worried you guys, and I apologize if you guys thought I hurt myself or did something crazy. The craziest thing I did was stay off social media, and it was interesting. So... 80 days, what did I do, what happened, where did I go?
I didn't do much. I worked, came home, tried to stay busy, you know, worked out. I didn't drink. Well, that's not entirely true. I did drink one night to excess and long story boring I went to a couple bars with a friend of mine that used to work in the oil fields in the Texas Panhandle and he was back in town he's since left that job he um, I think it was let go he was let go because he had some PTSD or something. He almost got into an accident here in town and the job there was just too stressful or I'm not exactly sure what happened. Anyway, he was back. He's fine. Since uh, found another job, started business with his dad, so he's all right. But anyway, he was back in town. He went to couple bars and up until then I hadn't had a drink since St. Patrick's Day or a couple days before. I'd actually gone up to Tempe, Arizona to see Jay and Saul Bob get old and I met up with the lovely Julie um, host of Totes Milady at Totes Milady on Twitter I don't remember her personal Twitter handle, but y'all should check out her podcast on SoundCloud. And I actually tweet out uh, plugging her show. So if you think this is boring, go listen to something better, something more fun with more than one person and more interesting people. At Totes Milady on Twitter. So yeah, I went up there to Arizona. It was Julie's birthday. Went and saw Jay and Bob get old live. Had some drinks. It was a fun time. She was really nice. Really cool, really interesting. She was just kicking around the idea of starting her podcast. And now she has surpassed me. She has at least, I think, over 10 episodes. She's awesome. One of my favorite Desity Town dolls. So, yeah, that was the last time I drank was on Julie's birthday. And so, the whole time I was away from social media, I didn't drink. Until this was a little after my birthday, which is May 13th, and people forgot. But I guess that's narcissistic. It's like, everyone has a birthday, who cares? Why does my birthday matter to a whole bunch of people? I apologize if my voice seems to fade out, but I'm drinking coffee. I should just clear my throat. Anyway, so I drank to excess, and the worst thing that happened was I nodded off at the bar. I didn't hit the ground. I didn't fight. I didn't get belligerent with women, with women. There goes my brain. I didn't get belligerent with women. I just nodded off. <laughs> and so, 
they I don't remember this at all which speaks to my ability to metabolize alcohol at 32 years old so they kicked me out and I guess I spent the remainder of the evening in my friend's 2015 Camaro and then he was doing karaoke and trying to hit up on this tall white chick which he later said was really rude and mean and condescending and full of herself so GFY hazy recollection of a strange white chick at some crappy bar trying to do karaoke I remember having a blue moon a couple of blue moons asking for glasses of water trying to be chill so we went to a sports bar called Ojos Loco Ojos Locos which means crazy eyes in Spanish it's a nice place from there we went to Wing Daddy's I guess it's a chain place that has wings and beer so we went there Wing Daddy's then we went to a karaoke bar and that's where the night took us I remember doing shots with the karaoke DJs I remember tasting some shitty apple-based whiskey or cinnamon whiskey it was terrible I remember beers I remember feeling alright not drunk texting not drunk tweeting I think I just texted my best friend who I had also not talked to in a while and I had just caught up with him found out he got a new house which is nearby but these are new housing uh, not projects it's like a new development of homes neighborhoods whatever really nice so I just caught up with him and uh, so I think I texted him that night and then at some point in time I traveled through time and woke up in my room uh, no shirt no pants yes underwear and then reality slams really really hard down on your face and then the shame and then you hear your voice say oh fuck out loud and that's how I came to and I had my phone I had my cards my ID money and stuff and this brand new baseball cap I just gotten for myself El Paso Chihuahuas local minor league team legit baseball cap first one 
as a birthday present present to myself. So that was still intact. And then I proceed to sit up and the pain rushes to my head. And I realize I had drank more than I ever had in the past I want to say two, three months. So it's three months after St. Patrick's Day. So I come to, I'm hungover, obviously, and retrace my steps. My clothes are in the garbage bin outside the house. Everything. My Sons of Anarchy shirt, my pants my shoes everything except my keys and my glasses and so I don't need to tell you where the food I consumed prior to the karaoke bar where it was so it's like 6 in the morning but the alcohol woke me up because my body is trying to get rid of it so in about four hours you just wake up with the sensation of wanting to micturate urinate piss so I did that go outside retrace my steps fish all my clothes out of the trash bin throw it over our fence, side fence to a duplex that's next door luckily the people had just moved out so throw everything on there um, feel ashamed of course because you wouldn't want to see what I saw on my clothes and I get the hose put the nozzle on spray everything off leave it out there for the sun to dry go back in feel sick grab a water doesn't help we're out of 7-up or the generic stuff which usually helps so I'm convalescent I guess is the word laid out for a couple more hours remember I left my keys and my sunglasses in my friend's car vaguely remember getting dropped off and pulling a Linda Blair exorcist on myself I wasn't sure if I was in the car or not my suspicions would be verified later on I detailed the inside of his car with what I last said for dinner that day I'm not proud of it, but it happens. So, that was an interesting day, the day after, being hungover, an especially hot, bright day, having to go five miles up to a back road up through less populated neighborhood by some desert mountains. 
to get my keys and my sunglasses, getting a ride from my mum, who was, you know, expressing her discontent and disappointment in me the whole time. I deserved it. So he went got my keys and my sunglasses from my friend's house. He actually had to go on a trip with his dad, being backup driver. His dad drives semis, tractor trailers. So he was gone, and but he texted me that he left my stuff out by his front yard fence or whatever. We go, we get there. It's not a quick drive. Drive. <coughs> Apologies. And my keys are there. My sunglasses are there in the dirt. So I stagger out of the car, retrieve them, and I'm greeted by his two not so happy to see me Rottweilers, full size. Barking loud, I reached down, grabbed my keys, and they could have easily knocked down the fence and bit my face off. Maybe I'm being overly dramatic, but that's how I remember it. I was hungover. That was like my Hunter S. Thompson moment, one of them. I've had a couple. So, there was that. Adventure in my absence from Twitter. I should also mention that I tried some online dating sites and that was just crazy. Like, I went back to a dating site that I hadn't used in years since I was in college. So we're talking a decade ago. And I might sound misogynistic or sexist or whatever, but this is just what I've found that the women, at least locally, here in town, West Texas, figure it out. They're more willing to tell you what they're not looking for as opposed to what they are looking for. And a lot of girls that I saw on there a lot express their interest in firearms and shooting and hiking and doing all this stuff that when I was coming of age when I first joined that the dating site it seemed like there was a shift in what girls were interested in. I don't know. It just struck me as odd that a lot of them are like, I love to go shooting, go to the shooting range, the gun range, go out into the desert, shoot stuff, shoot stuff. I've never fired a gun in my life. Maybe a BB gun, but not a real gun. And this is Texas, so I just relinquished my Texas card and my man card. Whatever. So they want an outdoorsman, a hunter, a hiker, an extreme athlete, or extreme sports enthusiast. But they want somebody to watch Netflix with. 
and cuddle and sit around and you know be silly with I don't know so that's a contradiction from what I saw they want a hard ass but then they don't I guess I'll discuss it later I just thought it was interesting and I tried talking to a lot of them and right away right off the bat after a first couple of exchanges exchanging pleasantries and greetings I got blocked I literally said nothing other than hello how are you I'm Roman pleased to meet you pleased to make your acquaintance I love coffee so that was another experience I caught up on Daredevil actually Daredevil was sort of the linchpin in me severing ties with social media and it sort of saved me though it steered me in a different direction it kept me hopeful I loved the series, it was great the guy that plays Matt Murdock I remember him from Boardwalk Empire he was great love the show can't wait for season two yeah so I love social media because there came a realization that whether it was mutual or whether it was one-sided it was a situation where where two people <coughs> this is hard to get out but I will it was a situation where two people became friends on social media and got to know each other and got to know each other and got to know each other and got to really know each other and then realized that we didn't know each other at all but we know a lot about each other now and at some point things just I don't know they went out of sync out of step there was a dissonance I don't know when it was good it was good I mean somebody to talk to confide in you know spend evenings talking laughing joking watching stuff together even though we're far from being together wherever we'll be um, and then certain patterns arose certain behaviors certainly not from my end initially but I became a de facto friend best friend what I what I perceived to be in the role of a sure a companion because that's what friends are but certainly felt at least from my end that I was stepping into the role of a virtual boyfriend in a sense which I thought was weird because I would guess if I had to tally 
the whole time that we got to know each other and experience each other and all of that doesn't really amount to even six months but it was everyday contact like from the moment you wake up to the moment you pass out at night so in that respect it was literally six months but sundown to sunrise but in the beginning it was good it was friendly it was amicable I mean I guess it still is I don't know it's kind of weird but I don't have regrets I made mistakes she made mistakes admittedly she could have you know voiced some of these opinions and thoughts in the beginning and not led me down a certain path and I certainly tried to steer clear from it but there's that charm there's that appeal there's 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 that romanticized idea of what could be as opposed to what is and so we became friends and confidants and this person knows a lot of things about me that not a lot of people do and I know I was trusted with things that she may or may not have shared with people and I don't regret it and I'm not resentful I just there's like a pang of sadness when I think about it because it's not the same anymore and it never will be and I don't mean I wanted something superficial or trivial or frivolous but it is like losing a friend and I've had to go through that more times than I would like it to happen recently where people just fade out of my life and it's it's not fun it's disappointing it's disheartening it what's the word it's demoralizing it it's a blow to the ego which I guess it's not that important but it makes you doubt yourself makes you wonder is this going to happen all the time are people initially going to like me and be drawn to me but then when they get to really know me will they just leave fade out the fade out I've been very familiar with that recently in recent years and I've been guilty of it too but that's subject for another show if there is another show 
So, I guess my return to social media, to social media, apologies, means that I'm okay. And as far as one can be okay. I left because I was sad, confused, angry. There was some rage. Some ridiculous thoughts that would never have materialized. But just feeling shitty, low. Bad thoughts about myself. Just dark thoughts in general. And I was isolated from people. Just alone with my thoughts. At work, I was, you know, on autopilot. Nobody ever knew what happened. And I never talked about it. And I never really did with anybody. And even now, I don't think I have with a lot of people. So if you listen to this and you really listen, I want to thank you. So I was just alone, trying to keep busy, trying to read. Bought some Game of Thrones books, tried to work out, tried to eat better. I have a hard time with that, trying to shed some pounds. It's really hard because I make it hard. Old habits. But in the back of my mind, there was the whole scenario. Of the just of the separation of the sudden stop where someone you used to talk to and invite into your life every single day for a long time, they're just gone, they're elsewhere with others. Enjoying themselves, seemingly. I mean, I don't know. Everyone has problems. And I don't wish any more problems on people. I don't wish harm on people. I'm not a vengeful person. I'm like anyone else. I get mad. I get angry. We all have rage. And so I guess I left for... I guess for both our sakes, to maintain the status quo, because if I was younger and more immature and more petty, then I would have just opened up the hamper, if you will, and threw everything out for everyone to see, which... I would never do. I'm just illustrating an example of immaturity of my past and I guess most young people's pasts. When you're young, you're impulsive, you're immature, and you don't think, and you don't think of the consequences of who you can hurt with your actions, with words. And so, 
I had to leave a place that up to this point I would say have been on Twitter for six years since 2009 I want to say I was on Twitter on my laptop while I was in college or a little bit after graduating I didn't even have a cell phone but I was on Twitter and I had to leave because I didn't want to destroy all the other friendships and I didn't want to burn the bridge to a community that I'm so grateful to be a part of the Ant Hill other listeners of Tell Em Steve Dave a really really special podcast to me very important it's something meaningful to me not a lot of people in my life know that people I work with my family the few friends I have left in real life they don't know that this means something to me something that's been a part of my life for almost four years it's gotten me through saved my life kept me going given me hope Brian Johnson is like somebody that I look up to since my old man isn't really around and he I mean he was but he might as well not have been so I didn't really have a lot of positive excuse me positive male role model growing up so I really latch on to this podcast and Kevin Smith's other ones and they just provide me with examples and you know somebody that I can relate to in what quote unquote society deems a man is and what a man isn't and I gotta say I have a lot of respect respect for Johnson and Flanagan and Q because they're just people that I look up to I admire them I think they're Intelligent as hell, witty, funny, obviously. But as much praise as I heap on the show, I could have lost the fellowship, the community of other listeners of this pod over something that myself and this other party this girl we may have just created a fantasy for both of us in our heads because we were both at the time just very obviously lonely and wanted validation and to be heard 
and noticed and I guess that's how we benefited from this and now she's better happier I would say I would hope she has what she was missing I would think more friends more praise more validation more emotional currency I would hope sincere friends genuine friends I would like to think people in the anthill are that way and I don't resent her and I'm not bitter about how things turned out I try and talk to her but it's weird I feel like she's afraid of me I don't know why I mean you can ask people that have met me in real life I'm anything but menacing threatening I might look that way and when I was gone I really looked that way I looked like a homeless guy so there was that but I'm glad she's okay she seems to be happy and I don't think she's lonely anymore I mean we all are in a way I certainly feel like that every day still but things make those feelings go away talking to the nice people from the anthill engaging with people shooting the shit doing this sharing my thoughts since I don't talk to a lot of people in real life I mean I'm not a mute at work but that's not a place where I would open up to anyone not those people and I rarely get to see my friends growing up friends that I grew up with even though they don't live that far they literally live like five minutes away but we're all busy and not growing apart but just our lives lead us in different directions so I'm just glad that she's happy where she's at I hope no hard feelings from my end I just wish there was a way to talk the way we used to and I don't mean the super you know I just would like it to be how it was at a certain point where we were like best friends and I kind of miss that but I can't turn back time can't harp on the past and I don't know we'll see where it goes hopefully she's doing alright
and I want to say thank you for, you know, being another important chapter in my life, and for the life lesson, and for the laughs, for the tears, and for everything. Thank you. Okay, so that takes care of my second bullet point. I only have like 12 minutes left if I want to put an hour up. So I have here Twitter, social media, departure, addiction. And I think I was addicted to social media. I just said I've been on Twitter for six years. Right now I have over 100,000 tweets. Over 1,200 followers. I follow 2,000 people. The cap of the amount of people you can follow. And only a social media addict would know these things. They're not important. The number is not important. The good people that you meet, they're important. But we place so much stock on followers and unfollowing and blocking and it's just weird. It's like, I want to say it's like clickish, like high school. For mid to late 20 year olds and 30 somethings. And sometimes older people that have no business being on Twitter because all they do is wag their fingers and spew vitriol and bullshit and just I don't know there's some weird people out there some people that should not be on social media at all does this kind of sound like Tesdy a little bit I'm getting on my soapbox And I just burp away from the mic. So I admit it. I was addicted. Um, activated my Facebook just to join a ticket giveaway for a local show that was canceled. So there's that. Not on Facebook Messenger, but I just gotta say, I've been honeypotted twice in the past year or two and one has cost me money so there's that and this latest one that I just touched upon it was interesting it was a good time and then it wasn't and then it would be and then it wasn't again. And now, it's just weird. Feels like a dream. But it's all good, man. I just will have to remember not to send a married woman with five kids. And a husband, obviously. Don't send him money. 
no matter how sweet they talk to you, how attractive or voluptuous they look, because they are insane. And I should have my head examined, thinking that any good-looking girl has a genuine interest in me. Though, I am good-looking, so... And intelligent. Or I was. Okay, so... Addicted to Twitter. But I proved I can go almost... Three months without being on. But, the reason I came back was... Because I was going to see Impractical Jokers live in San Antonio. And I did. And I wanted to reach out to people that were going to be there. And let them know I was going and that I was alive and well. So that's what I did. That brought me back. The Jokers. The laughs. And the good people that I was going to see there. Flying there getting out of this rut and I gotta admit it was a blast meeting Murr, Joe Sal and Q obviously wearing the four colored demons demons four colored demons colors my vest with my patches which I'm pretty mediocre now Everybody else has like a shit ton of patches on theirs. And mine sucks. But I will catch up. Trust me. So that's why I came back. The ants. The four color demons. The jokers. It all brought me back. Gave me hope. Made me laugh. And I felt better. So in my absence, I just listened to pods. I did listen to what say you, even though it was sparse. Tesdy, same thing. I indulged in a lot of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I love that one. She's like one of the few female-fronted podcasts out there that's really successful and really good, really funny. I love her. I met her after a Corolla live podcast. I don't listen to him anymore. But her. Just love that show. Shout out. Speaking of, she read one of my tweets on her Thursday show. So I was really excited. I was really excited about that last Thursday at work. I got really giddy when she read my misread my Twitter name as four color Ronin, even though I distinctly changed it to four color Roman, but I love her. I get excited when I get shouted out on a podcast that I like, and it's happened on Babylon, it's happened on Nerdist, but I think they edited it out. Because I was drunk. It's happened on Tell Him Steve Dave. That was a dream come true. And it's happened on ARI YMBF. 
So that's pretty cool. So I've been keeping up with podcasts. Brett Easton Ellis, love it. I'm trying to read his first novel, Lesson Zero. Got to read American Psycho. Uh, Pete Holmes, Cool Pod, More Stories, Jay Moyes. I like that one. Um, what else? Steve Austin, Bill Burr, funny stuff. I like the single one guy pods because that's what I have. And they're not bad at all. So I'm trying to make it more lively because my first one sucked. And so yeah, keeping up with pods, been trying to lose weight. I don't know why I can't break. Like I can go down to like 210, 209, and then the next week just put it all back. It sucks. Just gotta eat less, work out more. I don't know. It's frustrating. Trying to do weights, I'm trying to do the 30 day challenges, I'm considering doing DDP yoga, it's it's a struggle man, it's hard. I need some personal trainers, I need somebody in town to like drag me to the gym or something. I need something, I need help with that. Anybody have any suggestions at no nonsense mofo on Twitter? Shameless plug. And I won't have like a show Twitter handle. That's too much work. I'm lazy. This is like the lazy man pod. Well, not lazy. But since it's just me, it's like... Just contact me, I guess. Movies, blockbusters. Okay, I started a list now for the third show. Even though I'm going through the bullet points from the second show I put down POTUS was on WTF oh yeah Mark Maron I still love that show I gotta catch up on his show on IFC but he had the president on his podcast and that was like what the fuck that was awesome I really enjoyed that interview Obama using the n-word of course everybody's gonna notice but it was a really good really good interview and then the pre and post episodes to that one Mark reacting to it that was pretty pretty legit that Marin he's he's a character I like him okay music shows I've been to so before in Practical Jokers I went to see Cake live at Tricky Falls I had not seen them before ever it was a great show. They are awesome. They rock live. I had a couple beers that night too, but I didn't get drunk. So I went to work. After work, I went to the show. I was tired, but I had beers. And then I took the next day off work. And then the day after was my flight to San Antonio. And I had five days off. So boom. Take that work. So I talked about that, talked about online dating, on to the actual show. And I'm going to reach an hour now, so I'm going to have to wrap it up pretty soon. Okay, so I saw Terminator Genesis, and that was interesting. It's not as good as I thought it was going to be, but Amelia Clark is in it, 
and I love her on Game of Thrones, so that was pretty cool. Terminator Genesis wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. And a Terminator movie ending on a positive note like, oh, let's ride off into the sunset. I didn't like that. It was insulting. Special effects were good, but other than that, kind of meh about it. Um, what else? What else did I see? I saw Amy, the movie, the Amy Winehouse documentary, and I've been wanting to see that for the past two weeks. I had to wait two weeks to see it in town because this town is ass backwards. But I saw it after work this past Friday. I was excited about it, kind of felt weird because Amy Winehouse music, I love her music and it was special to me at a time where, again, I was in a dark spot. No podcasts, no Twitter community, nothing. So when she passed away, I was sad. I was depressed. I was shocked. She was 27. She was like a year younger than me. So she would be 31 now if she had lived. And I wish she had. She had a great voice. The documentary was disturbing at times. Seeing her with that prick that she was in love with. And the drugs and the drama. And her last concert where she was just out of it and she seemed unhappy and it was a hard documentary to watch but it reminded me of all the good and positive and beautiful stuff she left behind and seeing her at a young age so full of hope and innocent and talented even then that made me feel good about it but it was hard it was hard to watch even even though we know what happened but I would recommend it and just get her CDs if you can her music it's really great some really really good stuff so there's that and I saw Ant-Man yesterday in 3D after work theater was almost empty Loved it. Huge screen, 3D. Loved Michael Pena in it. He's awesome. Loved him in Fury as the sidekick to Ant-Man. Rudd was surprisingly good. Corey stole from the string. He was legit as a bad guy. Michael Douglas, I thought, was really good. I didn't think he would be. And the Falcon dude, I forget his name. It was cool to see him again. It was a fun movie. It wasn't all bells and whistles, video games, like Age of Ultron. It was fun. I would recommend it. Oh, and Trainwreck. I forgot to mention that. I saw that. Heard Apatow and Amy Schumer on Fresh Air with Terry Gross. Yes, I'm a hipster. No, I'm not. And they were talking about it, and Schumer was talking about her basing some of the movie in her life. 
on her life. Her dad and all that stuff. And so I had to see it. And it was really funny and honest and realistic. And I loved it. And I love that she wrote it. And Apatow, you know, I like his movies. I won't spoil it, but it's really funny and touching. And I liked it. It seemed like a real love story for a change. And I'm not really a fan of run-of-the-mill assembly line rom-coms. So, go watch that. I guess I should close with... I also binged on Eastbound and Down when I wasn't on social media, so... You're fucking out. Kenny Powers. They should make a movie about that. Come on, Danny McBride. So, I enjoyed that. I wish there was more seasons or a movie. I should probably steal that. Uh, the closer or whatever. You're fucking out. But it's probably trademarked. I will add music and stuff to this maybe in the future if I learn how. So, the last thing I have on my show notes is tell them Steve Day returns. They've been gone for a month, and What Say You was down for a month, and then they came back late last month. It was a good episode, and then they've been dark for two weeks what say you has tell them Steve Dave they're back but Quinn got sick at Comic Con so get well Prez he was really cool to meet I have a lot of pictures from the meet and greet but I need permission from certain people to post them so I'll try and get those up and now I'm just rambling because I've been talking for an hour and six minutes I'll have to trim this. So in closing, I want to say I'm back. I wanted to do this today, so I'm glad I did. I think I was interesting for the beginning, and I'm not as droll. And I think I found my voice now, and I'm wearing Star Wars slip-on vans. The case where I put this microphone away is a Darth Vader case. I'll put pictures up someday. Um, just want to say, listening to Kevin Smith, Hall H podcast, and Get Old, talking about his experience at Comic-Con, and talking about wanting to be like Brian Johnson, and Walt Flanagan, and sharing your voice, using it as currency, kind of reinvigorated me, motivated me to redo episode two of Roaming Begins because I lost it because I was a dope but I want to say I'm back and I'm growing out my beard and my hair and I'll hope to be up in your ear holes more frequently I'll try to be oh and shout outs to True Detective Vaughn Farrell Killing it. McAdams. Hot. Taylor Kitsch. Bye. 
and the strain GD, GDT, Guillermo del Toro. Got to catch up. So I shall say I'll catch you all later on down the road. No, that's trademarked. Which should be my closing phrase. Well, whoever listens to this can tweet me at no nonsense mofo, all one word, on Twitter. Email the Black Dahlia Murder at Gmail. Yes, I got that before the band did. I got the Instagram before the band did. I got. I tried to get it on Twitter, but. It's too long. Had it on MySpace. Facebook, sort of. Someone on a forum, on a metal forum, just today, I got a notice on my email that people were trying to log on to my The Black Dolly Murder user account on a metal forum. How lame is that? Hmm. Well, I like the theme music from True Detective. And I like the handsome family, so... Maybe my closing phrase should be until next time and never mind. Never mind.